want to play Dungeons and Dragons? Are we ready now? Yeah, I'm ready. Are, Are we you guys recording? Ready? I guess so. I love nerds. Yeah, hopefully I won't choke on my own words. What happened there over there, Rachel? Is everything okay? Use your words, Rachel. I can't. Rest um, in my cold is still like trying to get rid of itself. That's so. delicious. I think everybody in here has this a little is, um, bit of a cold, actually, which is exciting. Mm. I get I do this thing every single September where my allergies get really really bad, and uh, by the end of September I have myself convinced that it's never going away and that mm-hmm. it's different this time. I'm yeah. like, this is never going to go away. I'm never going to stop coughing. This is I'm going to have to. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to breathe. Like, I'm going to have to pace out my breathing so I can fall asleep at night so I don't cough. Right. And I have to eat alone because I can't chew with my mouth yeah. closed because I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I never had allergies the whole time I was growing up. And so every time anybody had allergies, I'm like, I don't know what that's like. I'm really, I'm, I'm sorry. And also, ha ha. And then when I turned 25, it was just like, and now you will get all of the allergies. Oh and God. I spend like over $100 on Sudafed every spring. It's fucking awful. Mm-hmm. I, uh, just constant pain right here. Don't have allergies. Dude. None at all. Shut up. You don't have. A, you're not allergic to, let's say, dogs, uh, gasoline. No. Uh, Clowns. Gasoline. Latex. Oh, nope. fuck that. I just hate the smell of it. The air in spring and fall and parts of summer and winter. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when the sun catches your eyes and you do this and then it makes you sneeze. Big pizza pie. That's not an allergy though. Mm, it might be. I'm You're allergic to prove it's not. Okay. <laughs> That's definitely not. How fucked are we when we're allergic to the sunlight? My it's grandfather had this rare disease where he's allergic to himself. <laughs> what the fuck? And so he would That's break not... out. No, it was like that was I'm sure there's a much more, but the doctors in layman's turn explained it to us in that way. That's like an autoimmune yeah, it was. thing. Mm-hmm. That is nuts. Yeah. He became a marathon runner because he was always trying to get away from himself. <laughs> Just a little faster. <laughs> if I keep the wind going this Almost way, there. all of the me is back there. <laughs> all of the me. Good glass. morning. Hello, bitches. Morning. Hello, listeners. Hello, class. We're drinking mimosas and coffee and beer, and it's, well, we started at 10.30 a.m. It's 11 now. We've been... Talking about English muffs and... (laughs) (laughs) I I think we is strong there. Caleb has been talking and singing about English muffs. English muffs? Like English vaginas? I don't know. Caleb? (laughs) Or like the things you put your hands in. Uh, wait. <laughs> I mean, yeah. We, are we talking about this? Are we talking about... Either way, it's not good. Okay. Every morning, I like to start out my day with a little scream singing. And this morning, my song of choice was, Bring me an English muff! Bring me an English muff! Oh! And if you're wondering what an English muffin yeah, is, I was to say, <laughs> I'll put it this way: you can eat it, but it ain't a pastry. You can also put your hand in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a glove. It's a gluffin. It's a glove muffin. An English gluffin. Uh, that's my least favorite Pokemon. Can we get off this subject? <laughs> yeah. yeah. My voice says it's way oh, too early for that. <laughs> oh, no. it's us. It's the okay. Hit Dice crew. Oh, We're meeting. Uh, I assume that whoever's listening to this podcast listens to it in the morning. So, uh, good morning, dear listener. Hit Dice in the evening. Hit Dice in the morning. Hit Dice at supper time. When Hit Dice is on a bagel, you can eat Hit Dice. This is our new theme song. <laughs> you can eat hit dash any time. Don't eat the podcast, kids. That's impossible. Um. <laughs> Here we are. 
Oh, we got a, we got new dice in our in our fingies in our dirty, oh, greasy, grimy hands. Hey, We're yeah. loving them all. You hear that shit? Are you gonna tweet some glamour <laughs> shots of them or something? Yeah, if you guys take glamour shots of them, oh, I'll take some glamour shots. Oh. Hear it, hit dice. We appreciate up. the little things, things like babies. Nope. And puppy dogs. Okay. And baby puppy dogs. <laughs> and baby puppy dogs. Those are okay too. And and little things like dice. Yes. And people don't make dice like they used to when I was a little whippersnapper, but Dice Envy, they get it right every time. You can head on over to their website, pick yourself up some high-quality dice, just like the old days. Get 10% off by entering the code HITDICEPOD at checkout, and you can finish it with a nice sarsaparilla. <laughs> a nice Sioux City sarsaparilla. Why would you? When I was a little whippersnapping turtle... I used to use hit dice pot. What? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> hit dice, dice, dice and everything. Hit dice podcast. Hit dice podcast. Dice MV. Also, if you have loved ones who appreciate the little things, from now until November the twenty sixth, you can get a subscription box from Dice Envy for just fifteen dollars a month by entering the code Black Friday. Virgil. <laughs> Sorry, my <laughs> get out of the fucking barnyard. My coon dogs are yelling at me. I gotta get. <laughs> they can speak English. I better get. <laughs> I be my coon dog Sasparilla. <laughs> my coon dog Sasparilla has become sentient, so I better stop this promo from nineteen eighteen. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm your host and dungeon master. My name is Wes Cordell, and I'm joined by Jonathan Ganong. Hey, I'm playing Arwell Garwin, the Divination Wizard Gnome. Yeah, also might be the number one party badass after the last episode that we went through. Superhero. <laughs> Definitely. Alan <laughs> Clark. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Rachel Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> Callista, Tiefling, Bard. Alan. Oh, yeah, I'm playing Patches. Uh, Patches, the half-elf. You thief, only get you get one rogue. word at a time, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Patches the half elf thief rogue. And good old boy Caleb Hanks. Well, howdy there, Wes. They call me Caleb Three Drinks Hanks because I got three drinks right now. I've been out on the wagon trail for a long time playing and singing Wagon Wheel. You have died of dysentery. Oh, <laughs> bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I play Bandingulus Ulysses Fart Baby. He is a. An elf. He is he's a rogue. Oh, he's a rogue. <laughs> and he's drinking himself a who's it a sarsaparilla. Nice. Anyway. Hey. Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. Here we are. Yeah. Hey, guys, before we get started, uh, we are shortening the recaps on this podcast because recapping 34 goddamn episodes every episode is ridiculous. Yeah. So if you need a full recap or if you're just joining us to see what's going on and you hate high-quality entertainment and listening to the podcast from the beginning, we now have a story so far summary of everything that's happened on our website, hitdicepod.com. Additionally, uh, you know, we just love talking to you little cuties, and uh, we hope you follow us on the social medias. And, uh, oh, hey, if you do buy yourself something from Dice Envy, we want to see pictures of you guys with it. So follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all with the handle HitDicePod, and send us your pictures of the things you bought. Like, we want to see your dice. That's the whole point. We lo- we like, we've like been sitting here staring at each other's dice uh, for, like for an about hour. an hour. <laughs> so, like, seriously, we want to see you. So get yourself some and uh, send us some pictures. So, last time on Hit Dice. You guys, uh, you got cornered in the Twisted Tower of Ashaba after helping the Elven Court in Cormen Thiers. Uh, what's, what's the expression for it? Weed out a snake in their midst. 
and I'm just doing cowboy shit today. <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, you guys helped him weed out a snake from the city well. And after you did, you got sent to the Twisted Tower of Ashaba for no reason other than scouting, but Silverin, the <laughs> elven queen and matron mother, did tell you guys that she thought your stars were aligned and that you would find answers in the Twisted Tower of Ashaba. As you guys got there, uh, Van and Patches got deathly ill immediately. That sucked. <laughs> had lot. to seek help from your shaman friends to get cured, and that was a big part of... Uh, what we were doing. Um, Always good to see those guys, though. Yeah, but eventually you guys you <laughs> ran into some drow. They were summoning something horrifying. Van was under the impression they were attempting to summon a god or something like it and was like, we need to get the fuck out of here. And about that time, an Afridi has finally caught back up and is on your trail, it would seem. And this one is bigger and badder than any of the ones you've seen, and it came busting through a wall. And as you guys were fighting it and trying to fight your way out of a pretty tight spot, Kravig shows back up with Volna where you guys had been leaving little kiss marks all over this building. And they gave you an opportunity to enact your plan of trying to see what the statue was at the end of the hall. You realized there was an illusory wall and you all descended into the earth. Before George Clooney popped up and said, damn, we're in a tight spot. That's exactly what I was quoting. <laughs> um, but as you, as you guys get in here, you were the earth split. And you're not sure if it was from the fight above you, if it was naturally occurring or not. Um, you could hear all of this chaos, all this fighting, all of these people showing up from both sides. Even from deeper underground, drow were showing up and you all were hiding from them in this little closet. And as you were, the ground just like got rent asunder and broke underneath you. And you all decided, even though everybody saved and was holding onto the sides and Callista was flying, I think, mm -hmm. you all were like, let's just fall, I guess, because there were a bunch of rocks coming toward you. But then you were swallowed up by the earth. And as you were swallowed up, you ended up in these little strange pockets of dirt where you could not breathe. You managed to get your way out of that. You all passed out a little bit. And then you ended up in this big cavern, Patches being the only one conscious at this point everyone else had passed out <laughs> small lights sparkle all over the cavern that you all are currently in the light seems to be coming from enormous clusters of crystal coming out of the ground and ceiling and walls like explosions of glass and these crystals are huge they're like much bigger than any of you coming and they're all over this cavern and this cavern is like the size of a downtown almost like it's it's huge this cavern that you're in the shimmer, they shimmer like prisms, these crystals, and they create different colored lights, beautiful lights that refract off of one another in surreal golds, blues, and whites. The earth on all sides of you seems to be disturbed in one way or another. You can hear small tremors all around you, and debris is constantly crumbling and falling from the ceiling in dirt and little small rocks. And then out of a wall, you can see an entire body leave as if it was swimming through water. It has three legs three arms, three eyes, and a gaping maw on top of its head that all three arms surround, and it moves from the wall to the floor, like it's moving from one body of water to another as all of this is happening. You all started talking about where the hell you were and what was going on, and you were starting to set up your uh, hut over there, Callista. And as you did, a small voice spoke out to all of you, and a little Sferf Neblin deep gnome came out. He has a big gash on his cheek. His arm is, like, really shittily tied up. Shittily is my favorite adverb. Shittily. <laughs> it's a good one. Shittily is just a crappier version of Italy. <laughs> <laughs> a little shittily. <laughs> <laughs> but this little Smurf Neblin comes out, and he has, he, he does have, he's a really strange and sharp hairline. Like, uh, he's balding on the sides, but his hair still grows down the middle, and it sticks up in this, like, almost like a mohawk, and comes off wildly to either side around his head, around his, like, strange balding pattern. But where his hair might have used to have been, you see these dark blue freckles on his lighter blue skin. His eyes are milky white, and he just has, like, his mouth is always turned up in a little smile. And 
maybe it's just the way his mouth is shaped. Uh, it's hard to tell if he's smiling all the time at you guys or not, but he also has a goatee that goes uh, straight from his mouth all the way up under his chin. And he has a big gash on his face. His, he's, in these, he's in these robes. They're tattered, but they look nicer. And his arm is, it's in this little crappy sling. He's come up to you guys, told you that he thinks that you can help each other. And he informed you of your suspicions. He confirmed that you guys are in the elemental plane of Earth. He had never heard of outside or up or any of those concepts. And you guys were trying to describe it. He's never seen any drow, at least as long as you guys were asking him. He falls asleep beside Van. You and him are sitting outside of this thing. You both fall asleep. And a little cuddle. <laughs> yeah, you, you cuddle with this little gnome, but he falls asleep beside you. As this is happening, Van and Patches, uh, you both have a really strange dream. You travel down a dark and strange tunnel. Water runs down small alcoves, and air is hard to breathe, and it's hard to see through in this darkness. As you travel, you notice that you're not walking, but you're floating. You can't be far from the outside world because you can see the moon dancing on the dirty water further out. You turn quickly and you see a hooded figure with a wrapped object approaching you. A raven is emblazoned really brightly and boldly on the front of this robe that they have pulled over them and hiding this object. Arwell, you have a separate dream. As, as you guys have this fitful sleep, you realize that it sounds like there's an earthquake always going on in this place in some capacity. You can constantly hear this like in the distance and rocks like falling from the ceiling and strange creatures calling out in these gravelly tones. And as all of this is happening, it's safe to say that you probably wake up a few times and you're tossing and turning in the middle of the night. But as this is all going on, or will you have a separate dream? Gems glitter all around you. Large ones bigger than your entire body. And as you look up at these gems, you realize that they go on forever. The walls themselves are made of it. And it seems like everything might be one gem, the more you're looking at all of it. And they're all whispering to you, saying many strange things. They tell you directions. They tell you the future. They talk to you about your past. But it all seems like gibberish, like none of it actually makes any sense to you. And as they are whispering out to you, you notice that right in front of you, pulsing like a heart, there's a plain rock wedged into this entire existence that's made entirely of gem. But there's one regular stone sitting tucked in the middle of it, and it's beating like a heart in front of you. Callista just doesn't have any dreams and drools on Patches' leg. <laughs> Is Burke Devlin still touching my leg? His name's Dirth Mac. <laughs> his little damaged arm that's bundled up is still, like, grabbed onto your cloak, and his head is, like, leaned on your shoulder as he sleeps here. I just pick him up and cradle him and walk over to the rest of the people, and I'm like, do you guys always have weird dreams when a gnome touches you while you sleep? You had a weird dream? Oh, yeah. Me it too. Fucking weird. What was your dream? Is that why I always have weird dreams? That explains so much. I don't know. It was a, there was a dark tunnel, a guy in a cloak, a raven was on it. Yep. We had the same dream. A raven? Do you think that has something to do with like Raven's Bluff? Um, would I recognize if it looked like the same sigil that was on the ring we first got in the trials, or they first got in the trials? Um, you can roll an who for a dream insight. Uh, <laughs> right? Would it be history dream interpretation? Or you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just whatever you're worse at. That's what you're rolling for esoteric knowledge. Insight. Insight. That is still. R- 
Good. It's nine. It's a fucking two. Yeah, with the nine, it, it definitely looks like a raven. I mean, if a blacksmith were to carve a raven, it would probably look pretty similar, like, no matter which blacksmith was doing it. But it's a dream, and it's fuzzy, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a raven. Well, that's some okay. magical shit that we both had the same dream, that's so. Terrible. Totally. Do you want to blame this gnome? Do probably. Up? Yeah, let's just kill him. I think we should kill him. <laughs> just. <It's> like, <laughs> well, problem solved. Um, I still have some of my robes, although I'm not wearing them. I'm mm-hmm. just going to put them in a little ball and... And put him in it. Swaddle him. Yeah, I'm going to swaddle him. Okay. Well, I mean, what are we going to do here? Do we need to get a fucking stone, an elemental stone? Um, I'm going to start doing a ritual. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm going to bring Ori back. Um, And I'm going to start doing my fine familiar ritual. And then I don't, is it cool if I talk to them while I'm kind of like, Doing the sure, I don't and think things the like whole that. ritual is like literally chanting and meditating. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so half either. Half of it's like prep and yeah. yeah. You know. Cool. As I'm doing it, I had a dream last night too, and I think I saw. As you're like the, drawing these glyphs, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, the elemental earth stone here, or it was it was beating, and it was in this uh, room of gems. It just went on and on and on to the ceiling, uh, but I just saw it gems. in the gem, just beating, um, kind of like the earth version of maybe like the heart of. You're like, oh, 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 on the end of it, and they're like broken, and they're looking out at you. Someone, I believe it was Arwol, actually recognized them, and it was the face of the Khan, who is essentially the ruler of the elemental plane of Earth. And these are broken here, and it was his first clue into you guys being in the elemental plane of Earth. There are all these pillars or bridges that crisscross all over this room where you are, like this this big open space, but this earth around you seems to be like crisscrossing, and you can constantly hear things like shifting and shaking. As Dirthmek wakes up, he he speaks out, and he's like, I hope everybody slept well. Um, we were lucky. This this cavern it has not moved. That's rare on this plane. Mm, great. And he like he's rubbing his eyes, and he's like, I, I, I feel... I feel well rested. I hope that you guys can say the same. Um, and good host. <laughs> and uh, um, I have a proposition f- for you. I think I could help you, and I think that maybe you could help me too. Um, I know you're far from home, and so am I. And I know how scary that can be. We might be interested, my little friend. Also, do you have any weird dreams? I just dreamed about my family and my lover, and. Uh, <laughs> And I, I cried myself to sleep. Don't make me cry again, bro. What's the proposition? The Dow, they, they raided my village. They raided my home. They took my family into slavery, as they do so many deep gnomes. And they're selling them in the free market. We'll have to go through the sevenfold maze works, which is very dangerous. But I can show you how to get there. And perhaps we can go to the free trade market inside of it. And we could maybe find them and help them escape. Or to buy them back. And... Maybe you'll find answers in the free market. Or Darth Mac can take you back to his home and see what we can do to help you from there. Is the free market. Yeah. Is the seven-way maze the only way to potentially get out of this thing we're in right now? The seven-fold maze works is the only way to get anywhere on the elemental plane of Earth. Some people say that it isn't made at all, that it's been here forever, that it's some old god. It's a giant labyrinth, almost the entire plane. 
It leads to the inner layers of the plane, and we only need to get to the first. The first trial in the sevenfold maze works is custom to you, whatever the god chooses. I can help you get there. I can help you get inside into the first layer. But once you're in there, whatever happens, it is up to you. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I got a soft spot Dirk for Mac, you, little guy. Dirk Mac can walk through the earth, so I could just go to the city, but I don't think you all can. I saw you fall. Mm-hmm. We need, so we need to really just get an elemental stone and GTFO, right? Basically. Yeah, that's the idea. Okay. Um, also, the people here are just as bad as the Afridi. Great. Like, they're... Why is it like this on the planes? Why? Are there pleasant planes where people are nice and glad to see I don't know. I just feel like power begets... Does that exist in the world? I don't know. Shit. What do you mean they're just as bad? Are they a strong, weird other we race? go to the pleasant Yes, plane. they're a strong, I'm weird other race. I'm starting to think race. that whatever entity made up this world is filled great. with assholes. Um, no, they're just like super mm. kind of evil, selfish beings. Um, I wouldn't even doubt if we get enslaved again. If... Are you talking about the drow? No, the Dow. Oh, they're different. The yeah. Dow of Pooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are those like? Have you seen one? Um, no, but that big picture of the con, that's what one of them looks like. Oh. I'm immediately intimidated. Yeah. Um, I feel sorry for a little gnome guy because I hate I hate that his family got destroyed. It had... um, hey, Callista, would you go yeah. through my bag and grab my elemental book of... Uh, beast or whatever it is. Yeah. What is it? My uh, book of beast. Book of elemental beasts. Yeah. Um, I start looking is... for the be- book of bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> you find it. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Holy shit! Was not wrong pocket. That. Wrong pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that book uh, kind of situated with like earth elementals and fire elementals and? Yeah. Okay. It yeah. And elementals yeah. in it. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll just tell her to kind of just like go through the earth elementals and kind of. Okay. Um, definitely anything about the Tao. If we can, I do that. It, there's a there's a quote from uh, a gargoyle in here. Ooh, that's fun. Monster, no, I love it. Uh, it says, "Welcome to the great dismal delve, gem of the inner planes. You are now slaves of the mighty and merciful Katun Zafara Alil Jin Zarain, Queen of the Mantled Depths, Pointiff of the Diamond Cathedral, of the Malachite Scepter, and so on and so forth." You would know that Dao are not vengeful slavers like the Afridi, but that they are practical slavers. They do it for trade. That's all they want. They want precious things, and they want to sell precious things. They're all about this trade, where the Afridi were more about power. The Dao seem to be more about stability and rooting themselves in something and finding success in hard work. They, uh, they like to turn coal into diamonds. In addition to that, they are very powerful and they interact differently where the afridi are spontaneous and sporadic the dao are a little more even-tempered though they are still considered for the most part by all beings evil entities but the dao can be reasoned with where afridi are like just super hot tempered super passionate they just like run right into it the dao are a little more steadfast they're a little slower to action they're much more patient the dao are certainly a force to be reckoned with where the afridi might strike out wildly the Dao are patient and they're collected and they are always strategizing and they're like always crunching the numbers. Uh, you would know, however, that they have, though they by no means have no magic, they have le- they have less access to magic than the Afridi or they use magic less than the Afridi. People aren't really sure on that one. Like if they are tapped less into their element or if they just like to use their fists and hammers more. They, like any of the other, any of the other uh, djinn, 
they can summon elementals to their side to fight with them. I say we follow Burke Devlin out of here. Look, um, do we have anything that we could barter with if we run into some of these Dows? I gave back that dragon thing, so no. I've been throwing all my stuff at people, and, and I don't have uh, Yeah, as you guys were talking, Dirthmex speaks out, and he just says, Look, I, I miss Sean Dill, and I would do anything to see him again. Um, if you all can take me there to the free market, and you don't find answers, I can take you back to Macronanic. That's my home. And we can help you. We can take you to the Mirror Works, or we could take you anywhere on the plane. But What's only- the Mirror Works? It's uh, it's it's three levels deep into the sevenfold maze work, but in Macrananek, we have a shortcut there that I could take you on, but we have to get my family first. And if we go to this gyms, they act like mirrors. But Dirtmac knows how to use the mirrors, and I can send you to any plane of existence you want. Cool. I want to do that. Done. Do you want to see if you, what you dreamed last night sounds like a real place here? Yeah, Dirtmac, have you? ever seen or heard of a room that is just one huge towering gem with like a beating heart of stone? I don't know anything about a beating heart, but I do know about a place that's made entirely of gems. Where's that? It's where we're going, to the free market. Okay. As It is a city encased in gemstones. The Khan, he rules the Dow, you know, he lives there. That's his, that is his home. And everything that, within the sevenfold, it belongs to him. Are you thinking that Palace of Diamond that we were just reading about? Is it the palace that you're thinking of? Oh, he does live in a palace, but it is not made of diamond. It is made of pure stone, okay. pure earth. He owns everything there, even common items. Anything that you steal or take, it is marked there. If you take Dirthmek in, he may own Dirthmek. Callista gives Patches a meaningful look. <laughs> oh, anything you bring in is his? Sferf Neblin, like me and like my family, we, we're considered uh, objects, trade goods. Mm. And so I will be marked. Marked? What do you mean, marked? Like as property. When you walk in, they will... Like, like traced? Like you can track it? Yes. Fuck. Even if we disguise you really good as like a... Pumpkin, like a pumpkin-headed scarecrow. I don't know what either of those things are, but if <laughs> if you take me into the city, I will pass through the veil, and the Khan will own me, as he owns my family. Um, but perhaps you could pass me off as uh, a slave or a whipping boy. This poor kid's never seen a pumpkin. Let's get him the fuck out of here. I have a feeling he's fine with not so seeing a pumpkin. He just wants his family back. Room of pure gemstone. It's in the city. Oh, no. Okay. It is the city. Oh, okay. Ugh, okay, please. But maybe you'll see a familiar corner. Maybe. And that'll be it. I mean, it was just a room just that I saw. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. And Let's as, do as it. You guys are, you guys are sitting it's here our and only real talking with Darth Mac, and as you do, you hear this groaning, this... And then you hear the earth snap in this place, and the ceiling begins to fall down and toward all of you. And as it does, everyone needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Mine is a 10. 10? 12. 12? 11. 11? 19. 19. Yeah. Earthmack? Not me. good. Have I finished my ritual yet? Yes. Oh, yay. Oh, Ori's <laughs> back. Oh, <laughs> hey, Ori. As Ori comes back, the ceiling begins to fall, and um, as it does... She dies. Um, 
Dirk Arwol, Callista, and Van are all going to take 15 points of damage as these rocks oh fall from the ceiling. God. And you're trying to get away from them. And as this is happening, these rocks are crumbling and hitting the ground all around you. And Dirk like, it seems like he gets hit. Like, these rocks hit him, but he doesn't seem any more wounded than he did before. His arm's still wrapped up, him still looking out at all of you. And these rocks are, like, lying all around him, but he seems untouched by them. Like, he didn't even try to move out of the way as they fell from the ceiling. As this is happening, even though this place settles, you're still hearing this grumbling in the distance. It's like... Um, like, as the Earth is shifting... Happening? The plane is just moving. It always does. Ever-changing, the elemental okay. plane of Earth. Um, Do you... Is it sort of like tectonic plates shifting around constantly? Yes, like so the plane itself. Does, yeah. does shit fall on you and deal 15 points of damage to you often? Uh, oh, yeah, it does that constantly. It didn't we hurt should him. all move. Oh. Death by falling rocks. I thought it did. He just he got it. hit, but he doesn't look hurt. Yeah. Oh. And, oh. And as he as he says as he says this out to you, he's like, "But that I hear he and then he goes, "Shh, shh, listen." And as you're listening out, you just hear the earth grumbling. Those small tremors, and then he's like, do you hear that? Yeah, it's more pain coming. <laughs> Sounds like it death. is probably. Um, Yay. I think it is something talking. Do you hear it? I hear grumbling. And then, like you hear it again, like like this gravelly, strange sound. And uh, wait, does that sound like the thing we fought that one time? Do you remember that wanted to yeah. eat our Firestone thing? Zorb or Zorb I mean, or whatever. I'll roll. Does it sound familiar? Yeah, sure. if I, it sounds familiar. Um, what? Yeah, history? no, nature. It would be nature. It'd be nature. Yeah. Nature? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, la, 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 22. With the 22, it sounds similar, but I mean, really, when it, that thing talked to you, mm-hmm. when it was trying, it just sounded like like rubbing rocks together, like getting a mm-hmm. handful of rocks and just rubbing them together. It's just like this crazy gravelly yeah. sound, but it is that same sound. Okay. And as you were hearing that sound, a humanoid figure steps out. This humanoid figure stands twice as tall as Patches and walks out of these shadows. And as it comes out, you can see the gems in its eyes glare red. These beautiful robes adorn this woman's body. And they're like bright reds and earthen soil, like reds and oranges and browns. And as she stands out, her hair is pulled back, but it looks like it's almost made of stone itself. Her face is very strong. Her nose is flat and sharp, as are all of her other features. They're wide, just like her muscles, just like her arms, just like the hammer she has in her hand as she looks out to all of you. And as she looks out to all of you, she opens her mouth, but none of you understand what she's saying. It's just like, like this grumbling. And uh, you see Darth Mech, like run and hide behind all of you. And she is going to take us. I think she's going to try to take you, too. And she's like sitting there with her hammer in her hand, Take speaking us. out to you guys. Yes, she is a Dao. She will enslave all of us if we let her. What are the consequences if we try to fight her? Oh, there are none. If you prove yourself more steadfast than one of the Dao, then they respect that. How tall is this thing? Uh, it's a, like 15 feet tall. It's a big old Dao. It'd be like us trying to feed in a free But I think we could if we were really trying. I mean, I ain't um, trying to I hope, We're all whispering this, right? Yeah. I am. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she takes she takes another step toward you, and as she does, she holds that hammer in one hand, and she's still speaking to you. Mm-hmm. She's been speaking this entire time, and she mm-hmm. reaches down and touches the earth, and as her hand comes up, there's a form underneath it, and you all mm-hmm. see this hulking, like, humanoid rock figure standing beside her. Its arms are, like, touching the ground. It's It looks like a giant piece of stone. It doesn't have, like, the face and everything, but it definitely has appendages and just, like, this huge, bulky rock body, and as she stands in front of you guys, 
guys, she grabs this hammer and she almost roars something out at all of you. You don't understand any of it. And everybody's gonna roll for initiative. Okay, Calista's like, common, do you speak uh-huh. common? Start this battle half health. I mean, we don't have Ooh, to stay in battle. We can talk our way out in initiative. That's what you think, bitch. That's true. <laughs> Let's kill this bitch. And her elemental. But I highly doubt Arrow is going to do shit to a giant rock. Arvo, what'd you get? Not 20. No shit! Uh, yeah, Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Van? 19. Nice. Patches? Mod 20. Fuck it. What the fuck? Calista? Eight. <laughs> Damn it. I'll just be back here still drooling and let you guys fight. <laughs> you like still, I, like, I love that you're still waking up like, what? Uh, guys, what the fuck? <laughs> Can we just go home? Dude, so it's going to be Arwald and Patches. I don't want rocks anymore. And then Van, damn. You guys are quick on this shit. Jean-Claude Van, damn. <laughs> That's pretty good. Jean-Claude Van, damn. We're going to die. Okay. Yeah, maybe. She grabs her hammer. Arwald, you were the first to react. Well, anyway, I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself. And then I'm going to also cast for my second action since for that nat 20. Uh-huh. Um, is I'm going to go ahead and cast Comprehend Languages. Okay. Um, mm. And I'm going to move. Forgot you had that. So, <laughs> so smart. I'm going to move slightly forward. Yeah. Um, and uh, get on my one of my knees, um, and put my hands up, and be like, "Please, mighty Dal, we mean you no harm. Uh, we are just travelers from um, the material plane. Mm-hmm. Um, we mean you no harm." And I'm going to do that as my action. Sure. And as this happens, we're going to hold the initiative there. And she does speak out to you. She says, in this really gravelly, strange voice, like, though you can now hear the words that she's saying, it's still really hard to understand her. And she's basically saying, I know that you've come from another plane. That's why I'm here, to make sure the portal is closed. How dare you open one outside of the sevenfold maze work? She's speaking common? No. She's speaking Terran, um, and only Arwell can understand her. Creepy. Um, Mighty Dao, I do not speak Terran, but we did not open a portal. Um, it was a complete accident, and we were just looking for a way home. Then I will ensure that it is closed. Why do you kneel so quickly? Are you a slave? Have you run from your master? Um, from my plane, it is to show respect. Uh, roll persuasion on that one. I wouldn't kneel for no bitch. Size to an equal. <laughs> 16. I kneel for no stony bitch. 16. <laughs> Very well, I do not know from where you come. And I will respect your customs, but stand before me. Do not kneel. I do, and I stand straight, eyes gleaming. You are no slave. Do you have slaves of your own? Yes. Um, and where are they to do your work? Darthmek, come out. He's like, you see him come out, and he's like, <laughs> his eyes are so wide, and you can see him, like, you can hear him, like, whimpering. And he, he does uh, step Calista out. Calista reaches around with her tail. Calista reaches around with her tail and just like puts it on the small of his back as like support and encouragement just to try <laughs> okay. to. 11. Um, I'll let you roll a d6 uh, trying to help Darth Mech. Okay. It's a one. It's a one. It's going in the dice trail. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I never wanted to have to use it. So you, you say, Darth Mech, come out. And you look back and he's sitting there and like you can visibly see him shaking and he starts to walk up and then he looks up to you. And he's he, like his arm is wrapped up and he's got this big cut on his face and he just goes. And in Gnomish. I'm going to say, trust me, and I'm going to, like, charge my glove up with lightning. Okay. Uh, so it looks like I'm threatening. I'll let you roll an intimidation and see how this goes. I'm going to keep Dirk's okay. original roll, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, it's great. As intimidating as a two and a half foot tall person can be. It's a four. <laughs> yeah, there, he's he's just like you can see him like visibly like he's horrified by this Dow sitting in front of you, and he's just like shaking his head no. Who's closest to him? Patches or uh, a van? Calista, probably. Well, yeah, if he I'm came out like, around front, then yeah, he could be like, like right beside me. Pull him over like I can always run mm-hmm. my breath. So, just like, tail already in the small of his back, I just sort of shove him over a little bit. Yeah, you want to roll strength against Sort of push him a little bit. Yeah, a little tiny dearth mech. As strong as my tail. Damn it. You need to be doing them tail curls, girl. For reals. Three. Everybody yeah, you go to push dearth mech with your tail, and you realize that, like, <laughs> he's stronger than he looks. Uh-huh. And as you he's go to so push scared. him, he stands back, and this Dow speaks out to you and goes, Disrespected by your own slaves, and you show him no punishment. Oh, Dirthmek is gonna roll a four, and I'm going to cast suggestion, and I'm be like, you're gonna follow every order I give you for your own safety and gnomish. Okay, um, and 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 he rolls a four, yeah, which is a fail. Yeah, come over here now and put your head to the ground by my feet. Yeah, and he does. You see this trembling stops, and those dilated pupils, they, like, come back down to normal. You see the sweat not running off of him anymore, and he goes down, and as he he puts his head on the ground, he puts his arms out in front of it, even the arm that's bandaged up, and as he puts that arm down on the floor that's bandaged up, you hear this loud, like, pop in his shoulder as he, like, stretches it forward, and he puts it down, and Mm. you just see his body, like, like, tense up, but he, like, stays on the ground with his head up against it. Effectively, yeah. effectively, we're no longer lying to the Dow. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is your slave. Yeah. This urban um, elemental is just like sitting there beside this Dow. Its hands are grinding like against yeah. each other. The earth around you is also still like trembling and moving. This Dow stands before you. And where did you come out of this place? Um, for any lack of a better term, up. Just straight up. Yeah, and she looks up to the ceiling, and as she does, she puts her hand in front of her, and you all see her lift off the ground. And she quickly, and like, as heavy, you can feel like, it's almost like um, when you're on a trampoline and someone gets off of it, you can feel her weight leave this stone ground. Like, you can feel it shift. Like, you can feel how heavy she is, how much power she has over this place. And she floats up to the ceiling, and as she, like, she's quickly going toward it, instead of smacking into it, she just... Straight through it, like into a pool of water. That's cool. Okay, bye. That earthen elemental sits here still. Cool. As she's gone, though, yeah, um, yeah. I want to tell Darth Mac and Nomish and just be like, thank you, I'm sorry, I promise I'll be taking care of you. He doesn't say anything back, his head just still on the ground. Yeah, I'm you sorry. Can, like, see him trembling like just a little here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she comes back and she lands and she's standing right in front of you all. And like the weight of her and the power of her as she looks out to all of you. She's just like staring at you. She ha- She's not saying anything. She's just like looking to each one of you. I'm just like kind of smiling at her, like <laughs> we we can't talk to her. You can't cast that spell anything. on other people, can you? No. I just stand here and try to look as you all have like powerful <laughs> as I can. Okay. Close to performer. Um, She's good. I mean, I would try Do to you relate. Try to roll intimidation, just yeah. to have an air about you. Sure. Sure. We'll see what the air is like. Just for fun. <laughs> Let's see. Callista's air of intimidation. Nine. Okay. A nine. <laughs> Yeah, this Dow like is unflinching. Calista's sitting there like chin up, just like hands on hips, but occasionally like flicking a look down at Dermot to make sure he's Dermot. okay. Because okay. <laughs> she's clearly worried about him. <laughs> so we're just staring at each other. Yeah, you guys are just sort yeah. of having a little. Is there something on my face? It's <laughs> <laughs> from RuPaul's. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is oh there shit. something on my face? <laughs> <laughs> With every 
authority that I can give. I'm just like, what now? Your name. Arwell Garowin. Yours. She, without giving you her name, says, As I thought, the Basham Gorda has a big price on your heads. No well in this plane, and I intend to take it. She can come with me quietly. Nope. <laughs> we didn't hear that. We don't know. Mm, yep, that's right. But, <laughs> but I, no. Nope. <laughs> what languages do you speak that we would already know that we don't speak? I know common, common elvish, infernal. infernal. Yeah, I know elvish giant. Real? Common and infernal. Uh, I let them know in elvish. Um, uh, she knows about the price on her head from the fire elemental plane. I say in elvish. I stand here still not peachy. knowing what's going on. I <laughs> uh, would like to message Arwell. Well, I guess we're just talking to Elvish and they're not, they can't. Hopefully. That. What are the chances <clears throat> that we could actually kill this woman? Because I don't want to be enslaved again. Um, I feel like one hit with that hammer will kill me. I agree that it <laughs> would kill you. <laughs> and, and she steps toward you. And as she steps toward you, you see the earth starting to like move up and around your feet, all of you. Mm-hmm. And as it does, she says, Your faces are just like the description. A perfect caricature of each of you. At 15,000 gold pieces a head, not having to take care of you or tend to you as slaves. I see this as a solid opportunity for myself. Can I... Patches is up. So I see this earth coming up around my feet. I'm going to uncanny dodge the fuck out of that. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you jump out from it. And like you see the earth, like it's moving quickly and you feel it and you're like, oh, fuck, and you just like jump out of the way. And then, so, and then there's a pile of rocks or earth or something. I'm going to run over here and hide. Okay. Yeah, you guys see Patches jump out of these rocks and dash over behind this other one. And yeah, he's hiding behind this big thing. You guys are like, here it goes. That is a 28 tide. Jesus. Holy fuck. Dice envy, what up? <laughs> yeah. Van, you're up. I notice him and I'm like, oh, good thinking. <laughs> and I uncanny dodge as well. Motherfuckers. <laughs> and uh, there's actually there are some rocks right next to me, and I would like to hide as well. On the other side of this yeah. cavern, yeah. even Patches. I am like, fuming. Patches, <laughs> like as soon as it starts to get rocky, you uh, and Patches split on either side and get behind rocks. Both of you. My stealth wasn't so great, so okay. I just dive behind the rocks. What was it though? Three. <laughs> Actually, uh, five. Yeah, Van goes to jump behind these rocks, and as he does, he like doesn't scoot all the way behind them, and you all can see like his feet where he's like. That's kind of my thing. Dove behind him. I'm a rogue, but not as good of a rogue as Patrick. <laughs> uh, yeah, and with this happening, this earthen stone creature that's standing right behind this dow, they're both right in front of you all now in this empty cavern. All these crystals are shining off of them, and they even seem to refract off of the skin of these two beings. You see that earth elemental just sink down into the ground underneath you and as it almost as quickly as it disappears it reappears right behind Callista oh, and great. its arms are coming in quickly like to wrap around you in an attempt to grab you and you're going to roll a strength against this beast. Oh great. That That's something go I'm over good well. at. <laughs> Come on Callista. Be slithery like a snake. 20. So strong. Slithery is not a strength check. Like a buttery <laughs> snake. It's a 12. Yeah, Even. with the 12, this thing immediately just 
like yeah. its arms around you, yeah. and you were completely grappled by this earth. Didn't even have time to get my loot out. And so, like, you're grappled, <laughs> arms at your side. This thing like Fucking comes up quickly and just wraps its arms. Like this giant rock has. Meanwhile, I've heard none of the conversation, you. so I'm just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea what's happening because none of you have told me. Dirthmex sits here still, his head pressed against the ground. His arm is out. He is trembling. His head is still down on this floor. Calista, you are up. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, I guess all I can really do is attempt to break the grapple of this incredibly strong thing when yes. I'm not that strong. You know, I don't think my chances of getting out of here are very can good. You... So, okay. no, actually, I'm, I'm not very strong, and I know that. Shout out something to Calista that's canonical. No, because I'm hidden. I don't want to shout and let Give away your location. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Patrick cares more about his hide. own hiding than helping Calista. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, it's episode 35. Don't act surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Just pointing it out for any new listeners out there. <laughs> Callista knows that she is not very strong, and having just been trapped by this thing while trying to escape mm-hmm. does not feel like her chances of getting out are good, so she's going to try to enhance the chances of her friends to mm-hmm. get her out. So she's going to cast Bane on both of them. Okay. Yeah, so instead of like trying to get out of this, you all see Callista just sort of submit to her this. Her eyes narrow. Yeah. And she gives a really nasty look to Rock Lady, who she was starting to respect, but now she's like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> and cast Bane on both of them, so they both need to make charisma saves. Okay. I'm guessing they're not terribly the, charismatic. Uh, the elemental that is behind you is going to roll a 10. Okay, that's a fail. And he's actually a professional and tap dancer, so his charisma is high as hell. The, the, Dow, in front, the Dow before you is going to roll a 13. That is also a fail. They both fail. Yep. So they're both baned. And just like this earth elemental went into the ground, you see this like weird black ichor like push out almost yep. like black smoke from you. And then as both of them breathe, you see it come out of their mouths. And the thing um, I whisper is, fuck you, but it's an, it's an infernal, so yeah. they can't tell. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> so they are baned. The Dow is up, and she's going to walk up to Arwal, and as she sits here, she has her hammer in her hand, and she comes and stands <laughs> just over you. She pulls her hammer up in one hand, and then you see her, she does something. She puts her hand up near her throat, and she almost like pops it to the side. And you all hear this large, sharp crack as she does it, and as it cracks, you all can understand the next thing she says. And she says... You are worth much, and now you are mine. Kneel and make this easy. And she does not do anything else, but her hammer is like up and over Arwal as she is standing here. And Arwal, you are actually up. This hammer is like looming over you, and she's just told you to like kneel and make it easy. Dirthmex already like face down in front of you. This hammer like looms over you. He's impervious to rocks. Using him as a weapon. I can do that to him. Um, <laughs> so take off yeah, running. Hell yeah. I'm going to stand resolutely. I'm going to look her in the face. Um, and I am going to say, the Freedia are not your friends. We are worth more. As allies, let us work together. Help us. And I'm going to cast a suggestion. Help me. Okay. Help she me. rolls you, against it? Yeah. And do a d4 against it as well. She rolled a five. Is that a save? Yeah. She's also got to roll a d4 and subtract that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I subtracted already. Yeah, 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 that's five. That's I was going to say, fail. I want it to be a yeah, one. So it's a fail. <laughs> For sure. Um, knowing this spell, you would know that you have not, no one has, like, caused her damage yet. Yeah. So she doesn't um, see cool. you guys as a threat. And so it was like my free action. I'd be like, absolutely no one hurt our friend here. Uh, we're going to be working together for the next little bit. Are you saying that in common? Yes, to everyone. You're saying 
Oh, no one hurt your friend. Yeah, no uh, one hurt and, our friend. And you here. do see this. And, I, and if you guys want, we can step back out of initiative. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I stand here in my stone bear hug and step out of initiative. Um, no, yeah. You, <laughs> he no, moves you, you out of initiative. This is this thing still is holding <laughs> Callista. You not too tight. Just I'm enough just to keep you from moving. Yeah, you're not. It's not crushing you. You're not hurting. It's just holding you still, and it does still hold you. This Dow sits with her hammer above you, and she says, oh, "You think you would be allies to Isha?" And I pop my little head up. Oh, you got her name. Out of the uh, what's her name? Isha. Isha. I pop my head up behind the rocks. And I'm like, uh, if you don't mind me chiming <laughs> Your in. Are still yeah. behind those fucking rocks. <laughs> I'm this whole thing go down. You want to know the reason that there's a giant price on our head? So, yeah, come on out, Van. You're fine. I pop out and I just say, there's a reason that we are worth so much money. How many people do you know that have escaped from the eternal plane of fire, unscathed and also looking as dapper and awesome as we do? She looks at you and says, you have been to the elemental plane of fire. And, although I have not, (laughs) hell yeah, and we... Clean the floor with those bitches and got out of there because we just didn't want to stay. We thought they sucked. And that's why they want us back. Because they want us to work as a militia for their bullshit operation. Uh, roll a persuasion with advantage because she's suggested. Okay, so it was, um, uh, so that is a 19. I'd like to uh, thank Dice Envy for this natural 20 on my side. God <laughs> damn it! She, does, she speaks out to you and she just says... You would never survive in a place like that, and even if you did, your resolve wasn't tested. You were not put to the furnace. Well, I was. Callista was. Same. Also, would you mind please releasing her? Oh, no, I haven't had a good hug in a while. Yeah, she, and uh, out loud she says, I'm not ready to let you go just yet. How many people have you even met that have tamed and ridden on a nightmare? <laughs> That's what I was, yeah. I was like, yeah. While in the elemental plane of fire, we tamed nightmares. We made friends with fire giants. We destroyed hellhounds, mm-hmm. fought dragons, killed giants. Roll of persuasion with advantage. I mean, is it even persuasion? I'm just telling the truth. But yeah. <laughs> but she has to believe you. Yeah, just roll inside on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's interesting. I guess that I but never really roll against poorly. you guys with that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Not 20. Holy shit. Yes. Dude. Yes. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I was just killing it and last episode, so I think I'll just do the same this time. Is that the same dice? Uh, yeah. It is. Holy Dude, that shit. Thing, is that thing rigged? I don't know. I love it. Um, <laughs> as, as you say this, the elemental releases its grasp on Callista. This thing still lumbers over you, though, mm-hmm. Callista. It doesn't move, and it is this weird, ominous thing, because you realize how resolute it is in its movements and its mm-hmm. actions, and how attentive it is to its master, because it releases you, but it doesn't do anything else. It doesn't breathe. It doesn't move organically like something. Once it releases you, it's just like... Can I climb up on its shoulder and sit there like a parrot? Do you want to? Sure. Absolutely. Yep, I climb yeah, up you guys see Callista like... Like yeah. she's up I on just top sort of, of clamber up and I've got oh. the loot out and I'm just playing a little tune, looking around, waiting to see what happens. Okay, I, I like it. I message her and I say, cocky, I dig it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. One must it's, look confident in such yeah, a situation. Exactly. I, I walk back up to the group and I said, y'all know I was going to fuck that bitch up from behind that rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see you. <laughs> You're here. You say that out loud to everybody? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she looks she so can't good. understand what I'm saying. Yeah, she can. She's been talking to her in common the whole time. What? She's yes. When she did her yeah. throat she, thing. She clicked she her. Oh, yeah. I still say it. 
Of course you do. She, she looks. She glances over toward Patch's direction, though she does not turn her head, and she smiles. She says, "I like your friend." A lot of people do. <laughs> Others don't. She says, "You are at a sore disadvantage, little one. I can feel every footstep you make on the surface of this place." I wasn't making footsteps. You weren't flying either. That's true. Thing about it is, at the end of the day, look, lady, we know we can't take you on, and we're fine with that. But oh, we t- don't yeah, we that. Can. Do you yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Don't own? fucking say that. Yeah. Oh my god. You guys, <laughs> no, it's too late. She looks over at Van, and she grips her hammer and like looks out to all of Ignore you. Ignore him. And He's an he idiot. Cannot. <laughs> I speak for myself. I can't take you on. Fine. I'll humor this. How would you? What are you, slavers? You accidentally fell into this realm and expect me to believe that you can be of assistance to me. I imagine we're like bounty hunters, but we're really good at what we do. There's a reason there's a big-ass price on our head, and that's because we're totally kick-ass. All the stuff little Dirt guy Mac's said... still <laughs> head on the ground, arms out, while all this is happening. <laughs> Darth Knight, get up. Um, uh, no. Um, I, put like my, to... I put my foot on him like uh, fucking... Oh, shit! Uh, <laughs> Captain Morgan. <laughs> on his head or on his back? Just on his back. Okay. We're playing a fucking role here. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, say- Patches comes over and just puts his foot on Darth Mech's back. He's standing there like hands on his <laughs> hips with his foot on Darth Mech's back. This Dow mm-hmm. sitting in front of all of you. We come from a plane full of many, many types of beings. An untapped resource for your slave trade that we could give you sole access and to. And you see, the, you don't see it, you hear the smile cracking across her face. As you mentioned that there are untapped like slave markets in this mm-hmm. place that you come from. Like mm-hmm. she starts to think about those other races, mm-hmm. about that magic that you have. And like oh. you can see that you have her attention. Oh, exactly where we came from is a whole race of something called the drow. They would be perfect. Fierce, hard workers, mm. mighty fighters. And Amazing says, in dark, dark recesses. Tell me more about these drow. They're total assholes. You'd love them. You're familiar with elves? (laughs) Maybe not. I've seen a few in the free market. They are dark elves. These are dark elves adapted to low, dark places. Perfect for the elemental plane. Attitudes that match those of your people. Oh my god, y'all, let's enslave the drow. And she she looks up to the ceiling and she looks back down to you all. And you can see her with this cracked smile and she says... I like your resolve. It's an entire race that would not be missed on our plane whatsoever. And there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. It's basically an endless resource of people. Also, how would you like some dragons? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> Just no. saying, you got options here, sweetie. And, and, yeah, and she speaks out to you and she says, It's true. And then I'm going to pull out my horn of a dragon horn. And, and you're just like, yeah. touching it? Yeah, yeah you can see, around her, my you hands. see her like slowly becoming more and more impressed with you all. Yeah. And she looks out to you and she says, Though it is my duty to watch these portals to close them, perhaps I'll keep yours open. Use it as I see fit. And uh, she like, her hammer relaxes in her hand. As long as we keep it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, this will just be our little secret. We love secrets. To keep a balance and to make this an ongoing long-term thing that you could tap into on a regular basis, I think it would be wise to agree that you take only from the race of the drow and not from the others. 
for now. That would allow an excellent balance on that plane. You have no idea how many drow there and are. You up won't there. see these giant this these giant hands of her. She puts her hammer onto her back. It seems to catch into something and it sits there. And then these hands that look like giant plated armor that are colored like ebony, just like all of her skin. You see the ruby eyes that she have, they gleam as you're talking. And these big hands as she crosses them, it's not a soft cross. As they the weight of them falls, it's you can like feel her touch herself. You can feel that power. And though you guys feel like you have the upper hand at the moment, like there is just a moment where your stomach sinks like, holy fuck, oh my God. <laughs> like as her hands touch, this is essentially a genie. And she's like standing in front of you who controls the earth, which is like completely surrounding all of you. And she says, It's best we speak no more of it. And as allies, I expect to have your word on your plane that you have my back on your plane, and that what I do is lawful on your plane. If what you take are the drow, yes. Then a word of advice. Change the way you look. And with that, she like lifts off the ground that earth and elemental like crumbles into a pile of stone behind you, and she lifts up and into the ceiling. And what's really strange about her lifting up as she lifts up and into the ceiling, the ground shifts beneath you as she does. Like it did before your underground entrapment. A giant bang and snap are accompanied by this wide cavern earthquake. Patches still sits here with his foot on the back of Dirthmek, his head still on the ground. You can like, with your foot on his back, you can feel his body trembling beneath you like long before the earth starts to like move and crack. And as it does, the walls around you crack and groan. And then they break. But they aren't breaking. They're moving as if they're breathing themselves, these walls. And the ground lurches. And everybody needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Matt 20. Nice. Van, you like stand firm on this. Like you're, you're able to stand up. <laughs> uh, 18. 18. 14. 14. 11. 11. And Dirthmek's already on the ground. <laughs> so Callista, Arwell, and Dirthmek are all on the ground. Like this this rock crumbles, and maybe that has something to do with Callista's oh, ungraceful landing. I fell off the shoulder of yeah. my It crumbles, and you're falling, and then all of a sudden the ground just like rushes up to you. The ground lurches toward the ceiling. Callista, Arwell, and Dirthmek all fall, but Patches and Van stand firm as you're like looking up toward the ceiling. And just as you're about to smash into the top of this, it flexes with you. It moves as you come up toward the ceiling. You can feel your life about to end in this strange, surreal moment as you see the ceiling rushing to meet you both standing firm against it. The world around you makes little sense, and it's hard to get your bearings with it constantly changing and putting you in danger. As you bite the inside of your lip or scream out or close your eyes as you're bracing for this impact, you feel it stop. And you're still alive. The ceiling shifted so that the floor didn't make contact with it. It seems as if you were in the same cavern you were before, but that can't be right. You moved. You all know you did. Hello? Hello? I've been told that there's a holiday where they take my species and they, well, they take our people, birds, and they slit our throats and they fill us with garlic and bread. But I found a safe place. They assure me that 
This is a haven. I just wanted to give you a little information on uh, how to get here, Philip, and what it's like. This is a warning. If you're a turkey, run for your life. Here, it's safe, though. They keep you in a nice tin, totally locked down, warehouse-style building. I'll give you the directions after this. I'm away here. I, uh, I heard of this company. Got her called Dice Envy. Now, if you're a turkey like me and you like to roleplay a little bit, Dungeons and Dragons and tabletop games, they're the company to go to. And from now until this horrendous holiday is over, till November the 26th to be exact, they have a special. It's a holiday special. You can buy your, your favorite game, gamer a subscription box, and they'll send them dice and maps and adventures and all kinds of stuff every month, and it's only for $15. All blah, 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 your shopping is taken care of, and it's the gift that literally, gobble, gobble, <laughs> whoops, gobble, gobble, keeps on giving. They send them something every month, and if you go now, you can get their original one for $15 by entering the code Black Friday at checkout. Now, don't forget, this is the this gift's going to do all the work for you, and that offer's over November 26th. If you want to grab yourself some dice, little little, or some little, little, little else, go over there, pick yourself out some unique dice that are just for you. Enter the code hit dice pod at checkout. You'll get 10% off your little, little entire purchase. Alright, well, they're calling me into the next room over, so I'm gonna go see what's going on. Then you hear the moving of wind, the crumbling of stone, and the shifting of the earth. An enormous head is pivoted on a neck made entirely of rock. The head alone is bigger than all of you combined, bigger than this cavern that you think you're in. It's Easter Island. An enormous, experienced eye looks slowly and patiently back over its shoulder at all of you. And in an instant the realization of your predicament hits you. Whatever this creature is, none of you have ever seen it before. And you've never seen anything this big. But you're absolutely standing on its back. It's Whoa. humanoid. It's hard to tell it's so big. But it, uh, we see an eyeball? You see an eye. The head looks <laughs> sort of familiar. Beast. Nature? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Nature. All right. Um, could I roll nature? What is its nature? <laughs> what is its nature? Mine is, uh... Mine's a 13. Uh, mod 20. Oh, mod nice. 20? Okay. 13. Yeah. Arwell, you think that it looks like a turtle? Oh. Uh, its head looks like a turtle. You feel like Love you're on turtles. the shell of its back. <laughs> um, Van, as you are looking out, you realize that this thing is made entirely of stone, like the earth and elemental, like of dirt and stone, that there are, like, all these rocks and these crystals that are shining in this cavern glowing off of its back. And as it looks out and behind itself at you, you just feel like you're on this turtle that is, like, the size of a small city, a village. Like, it's huge, like a mountain range almost. And it's just looking back over its side, and you hear a voice speak out. I go, thanks, big turtle. <laughs> and you, you actually hear the voice laugh, and it goes, not, not the turtle. turtle. <laughs> <laughs> it says, it says uh, <laughs> it's a 
favorite moment. I know, me too. <laughs> not the turtle. I want t-shirts that say that. I want bumper stickers. I want a tattoo of it. Not the turtle. Not a turtle. It's, and the voice says, sister. And with this, you see this form grow up and out of the back of this thing as you are all standing here. Dirthmix still sits here, like, head down, arms in front of him, like, head against the ground. You can see what looks like a little bit of, like, blood coming out from under him somewhere. You can't tell where from. He still sits here on the ground, just like head down, oh, arms out. Um, I am. I'm going yeah, to hey, tell him. You, yeah, you, don't you do to. not have to take any more um, orders from Fun me. Fun abuse. Um, I am sorry for having to do that, but we needed to save our asses. Are you ending suggestion? I'm ending him? suggestion now. Yeah, and he like he's as you say that he doesn't stand up, and he sits here like his head in this like little puddle of blood. His arm is like still extended past mm-hmm. him, and you all can just hear like. As he's like sitting here on the ground with his head under goes him. Like, yeah. You're okay. Next okay. Yeah, my hand on the back of his head, and you're like, "We made it. We made it away from the Dow. You're fine." And uh, and you just Callista, you like go up and you put your mm-hmm. arm around him, yeah. and he out loud he just says, "I, I, I can't move my arm." What, what's wrong? He says, "I don't know." Is it? Oh, did you get hurt oh, when we moved? Broken. His, I arms, cast, um, his arm made a loud noise when he stretched yeah, it out. Let's see. I want to... Which one does more? I want to do a cure wounds on him. Okay. First level. Sure. Well, that fixes and, arm. Um, I, yeah. After you do that, we'll see. That's a six plus seven. What is that? Thirteen. Thirteen. He gets 13 points of healing. Wow, holy shit. And you do see, like, as he lifts his head up, you see this blood, like... I don't know if you've ever seen blood that has set somewhere between mm-hmm. something, but when he picks up, it, like... It like sticks to the ground and then slaps off, and you see this wound on his head, maybe from where the ground shifted, and he like maybe hit it. This wound heals up, but his arm is still like stretched out in front of him, and he says, "I need you to pop it back into place." I'll roll medicine on him. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, I thought medicine was. I'm not popping any arms 11. back in places. Uh, yeah, within eleven, you shove, you like grab this arm and just pull it down, like back mm-hmm. into where it should, and it, this loud retching, like crack comes uh, out of it and echoes, God. and you can like feel those tendons popping, and like you you hear him like, <gasps> and he like breathes really heavily, and he grabs it, and uh, and he just like looks up and out at all of you, and you can just see his eyes are like where they he doesn't have like pupils, they're just like white completely mm-hmm. through but you can see that they're bloodshot around the edges since mine are gold straight yeah. through I know and I'm gonna cool. slap him on the other shoulder and be like happens all the time at Thingus <laughs> I pop Fine. the flask out and I say you wanna drink now um, and he does like he doesn't look up to all of you and he like turns his back toward patches but he does reach for that like with a shaking hand boom and he grabs it and he like throws a swig back and uh, he just like like well he doesn't he like fumbles with it I like trying it. to open it and then like he's trying to give it back to you yeah. I grab it and, and he rub just sits there the holding this arm and once again uh, you all hear the voice this time and it says the stars, the stars smile upon you I say new phone who dis <laughs> <laughs> um, and this this voice calls back out but this time in threes. You hear three separate voices, and as this happens, these statues come up from the center of this. And as they do, where those uh, crystals that are casting this light in this place, they're everywhere. They're exploding out of this rock. And one giant piece of it comes up, and these statues are around it. They have candles burning around them that come with them as well. It looks like three women. They all have a cloak pulled over all of their heads. The two, one on the side has her hands clasped, 
and it looks like she's praying. The one in the front holds one side of her cloak away from her face and holds a hand out. And then the other has her hands wrapped in her cloak and looks up from, like, her head is bowed just a bit. Her cloak shades her face, and she's looking up at you all through her eyes. But they are statues around this crystal that is emitting light on the back of this enormous beast that is, like, still looking over its shoulder and back toward all of you. Who speaks? Who are we hearing? Did we hear the sister's part, or was that just a van? Um, that was just a van. Okay. Oh. Oh. I, I say, they're talking to me, but very quietly. I can hear them now. Oh. What have they been saying? <laughs> Nothing. They told oh. me that, the, that we weren't talking to this giant turtle. <laughs> also, we're on a giant turtle. Okay. P.S. Yes. We're on a giant turtle. Hey, guys. Why does this all seem so familiar? Um. Hmm. I say, respectfully, statuesque, beautiful figures, uh, who am I speaking with? And out loud, you all hear, and it's in your heads, these statues do not move. Mm-hmm. They seem like they are actual carved out statues. And you hear in your mind, like deep in it, all three of these voices at the same time say, The, the weird sisters. Mm. Weird. Um, can I roll Arcana or Religion? Yeah, you can choose which one. Um, I think it's uh, definitely Arcana. Okay. Motherfucker. Um, you would notice that, like, you're looking close. You're trying to sense this magic. You're wondering. You're like thinking back to like glyphs and stones and statues and uh, effigies. Mm-hmm. And as you look at these, you notice that there are bones in the stone around them. And it looks like how the, how a fossil looks. How mm-hmm. it's imprinted. It's not the actual skeleton, yeah. but it's like an imprint of it all over all of their bodies. Hmm. You can see like all these different skeletons on them. And you would know that they are called Earth Weirds, but you wouldn't know much past that. They are magical. You're not sure exactly what they can do, but you would know that they are made of fossil remnants and that the magic that was left over in each being, like the energy left in each being that is imprinted on their bodies is what keeps them like conscious. The magic and left in huh. each being? Yeah. In each Fascinating. What you guys have, what you um, Our wool is very interested in that. Gotta wait for a good place to plant them. I don't know. I feel like you guys uh, might have just missed a solid I think opportunity. I, totally. I, yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Those of you who have them in your possession should remember that. Um, Van. When we get into another pickle. Do I? I yeah, I'm pretty I sure do. Van has the beans. Um, yeah, I got the beans around here. Um, so. Sisters, are you the ones who brought us here? We do not control the fates. But... That's a nice change. I kind of felt that way since I was little. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but please, if you don't mind, elaborate. The stars, they have your best interest in mind, and the stars are never wrong. Okay. I didn't think this place had stars. This place does not, but the multiverse does. Keep and going. We are tapped into it. Are you talking about like? Destiny and fate and stuff. We're not talking about destiny and fate and stuff. Destiny 2? I don't believe in any of that. Shut up, Patches. <laughs> if the Jedi. If you not, young man, why are you here? Why are you chasing anything? That's a good question. Come on, Perhaps. Perhaps he internally seeks out... Stuff. Stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Literal stuff. Yeah, things. The truth of the universe is not swinging on his belief, thank goodness. We won't smile upon you as the fates do. We won't ask for 
It will be nothing but truth. And it can be of anything. Respectfully, sisters, y'all mind if we powwow for a second? Conversation. Uh, We'd like to talk it over. Yes. Permit. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I go over. Sorry. I go over. Yeah, huddle up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the tearfall. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. How exactly are we phrasing this question? How close is... No, no. no, no. How do we stop it? I mean, that's probably... And I want step by step from this point to the end. (laughs) But we kind of know... Yeah, we kind of know how to stop it, right? Like We think we know. I don't think I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, no, it's a good question. Um, But But is there something else that... Is there something... We don't want it too simple because we want to see if we can get as much of an answer as we can. Uh-huh. Um, step by step with diagrams and very specific <laughs> instructions. How Excel spreadsheet. I've got the 600 page book. <laughs> can we get a PowerPoint of that? The three ring binder. Yeah, yeah, like, they're all blank. I need to Here's the tear fall manual. Thanks yeah. for asking. It, it definitely needs to be about the tear fall. I mean, how, how do we stop the tear fall exactly is probably a good starting point. Mm-hmm. What steps do we follow from this point to stopping the tear fall? I mean, I feel like maybe we things are always in flux. We are we are not going to get steps. Are we, and also, is the answer going to be some kind of fucking riddle? Probably. Maybe. Well, because I mean, these are talking statues. Well, everything. <laughs> I mean, from what little I know about any divination, I mean, things are moving. Right, We're but not gonna get we would at easy, least have answer. a starting point from yeah, here. No. I, I think as the, things stand, how do we stop the cheer fall? It's a good question. You think? Yeah. Okay. Do you, probably the best question. That's yeah. That totally yeah. That's cool with me. Um, with yeah, yeah. Callista. Oh. <laughs> yep. You got to ask the most important question of the whole campaign. No <laughs> pressure. Well, um, it was I mean, my it's your idea. story. Well, you guys are only here because I made you come. So you I'll, have to be I'll the do story, Callista. Stop just being a part of it. Or. Writing about, oh, fuck it, just ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I approach the statue, sort of hands folded in front of me. Um, I, I, I think we're ready. I feel like I'm at the drive-thru and I'm not sure if they're actually listening or not. Yeah, the, sta- yeah, the statues do remain silent. They don't say anything okay. back to you. Sisters, um, we wish to ask how we would go about stopping the tear fall. Take this big breath in. And then breathe out. You respond to the fates. This is good. The stars have brought you here. What you should know is you need to pull the four corners of the multiverse together to bring them into perfect balance by the hand of man and to bring them to the place of power. Equal but opposite. You can stop this. Wow. Okay. I think I get it. Um, thank you, sisters. Yeah, and with that, this being that you were sitting on the back of, you can hear it breathing. And instead of this breath, like, it's like this the same frequency, but it's like made of this earth. It's like... As this thing is breathing the entire time you're on its back, and with that, it lurches forward. And though it moves slowly for something of this size, it takes a step toward a wall. And as it walks out, you all realize for the first time, there is no entrance or exit to this cavern. You're like stuck in this pocket. And as it starts lurching toward the wall, these statues begin to sink back down and into its back. And you uh, like Dirthmet grabs the back of Arwol as he <clears throat> about falls over. And this thing moves toward the wall. And as it does, it 
like its head just goes through it like water. And as this wall rushes toward all of you, so do you. It like covers you completely. And this thing is moving through it. And just like when you fell into the elemental plane of earth, you are like sitting on the back of this thing and you are riding it. And you can hear the earth around you moving. And as you're moving through it, you start to realize that you sense the earth in a different way. Like as you were inside of this dirt, as you were inside of this stone, you can feel the movement of other things in it. You know exactly where they are around you. It's like if you were to close your eyes and to sense like a bat almost, you would know where these other things are, where the earth that you shouldn't move through is. You get a sense of all of these things, a respect for the plane that you are on, and you understand how the things move through it. It also becomes obvious in the amount of time it takes to move through this, that you all were in a very small pocket and that most of this plane seems to be solid rock. And just as this epiphany is hitting you, you step out into a space. And as you step out and into the space, you see a labyrinth. And as you're looking out onto this labyrinth, this giant elemental turtle-like creature starts to sink back down into the ground and your feet sit here. And as you were looking out at this labyrinth, like don't think of it like a corn maze. This thing is the size of a continent. And you can, like, it spreads so far out that you cannot see the end of it. There are these enormous, pure gem pillars that rise up to the ceiling at certain points in the middle of this thing. But it doesn't seem like there is anything else. And it is really bizarre to see this because just past this opening that you all have entered, it seems like that plane opens up. Finally, into this enormous pocket, you don't hear those crazy rumblings anymore that you heard in this last cavern. And as you sit in front of this maze, Dirthmek swallows and looks to all of you and says this is the sevenfold maze work had a feeling <laughs> um, welcome to the group <laughs> how's your arm little buddy i am in a lot of pain but but it is okay i am not enslaved and i have you all to thank for that so i'm, I'm, I'm okay thanks is Good it moving here. your arm uh, no, his arm is like lying limp to its side. Like you okay. can, like I didn't put it back when, in. Yeah, when he, uh, what? I wasn't able to put it back in. Yeah, it's like it, it doesn't seem like it. Oh. Like as he's as he's talking to you guys, his arm is just sort of. It's driving me crazy because like, I know how to fix it in real life, but Callista <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> his arm is just sort of flailing beside um, him. Like his his wrap is like sitting in front of him, and you guys can see that he has like just a little bit of this trauma printed on his face. Um, he he's he stares distantly out at this, and says, "I know, Dad. I told you that I would bring you here." Um, but that, the turtle did instead. And I know that that was part of our deal. So if you want to leave Dirt Mech here, I would understand. Uh, Perhaps it is what the fates have planned for Dirt Mech. That his family and his lover leave him and that I'd never see Shondil again. Do you have any business in the labyrinth? As people. We're going to his place, right? Yeah, Dirthmick, we we don't know anything about this place. If you're willing to stay with us, we'll get you as close to your family as you, we can and help you if we can. Well, you only need to get into the first layer of the sevenfold maze works, but it is strange. Not even the minotaurs know how to get through it. Mm-hmm. And they were born to work the mazes. That to say, it changes all of the time mm-hmm. and it changes for everybody and it will be different for you. I can help you into it, but... Each of us? Or together? All, all of you. Okay. But I do not know what waits for you. It is different for everyone. The, right. The sevenfold maze works. It changes. It breathes. It um, works for adaptable. us as a group or as individuals? Uh, it de- it decides. Oh. Dirt Mac does not know. Okay. 
Do you want to come with us and try to find your people? If I did not come with you, how would you know which ones were my family? Exactly, but I know... which one was Sean Gill? I know you've been hurt, and it's your choice whether you want to risk that or not. But you're welcome to come with us. Look, if you had not protected me from the drow, I would be with my family right now. Or dead. I will go with you. You have protected me. Perhaps... I did something in another life to earn friends like you. I think you did something in this life, little guy. I'm all in favor of you coming with us. Yeah, little gay gnomes need friends. (laughs) Can that be my autobiography? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so as you all walk up to this place, you do see that on the outsides of it, it is really strange because these walls rise high above you. When it when this giant turtle thing went down to the ground, it was like falling off of a mountain. This thing was as big as a mountain range. And as it like disappeared in the earth, you could see the spread of that maze. And you felt big above it. And you felt like you could see the entire expanse of it. But as you sit here, you realize that it is at least 30 feet tall. The wall's here. And as you walk up to it, there are two minotaurs. And they are sitting on the outside of this place. They both have these enormous glaven axes or spears that they sit there with as you all walk up to this wall they both look over to you their horn heads look at you their bull-like bodies the upper half of them and the bottom half it seriously just looks like a bull standing on its back mm-hmm. legs with like humanoid muscles and as they sit out here looking at all of you one of them just out loud says state your purpose Calista just like caresses one of her horns and says hi boys <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to roll persuasion on that? <laughs> just don't see many people. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Calista, I just want to warn you, they're probably hung like bulls. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks, Dyson. Me. <laughs> and then you guys never see Calista again. <laughs> so, so I rolled a 19, nice. and then I'm proficient in persuasion, so 29. Holy fuck. Wow. You realize that you were, one point, away. You realize you were one point away from achieving the impossible DC mm-hmm. in Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. So as you walk up, Calista, like, she steps out. You all are looking at these things like, what the fuck? And you see Calista, like, saunter out and she, like, rubs her hand down one of her horns and you see them both, like, uncomfortably start to, like, look around and then they, like, they're avoiding boners. her gaze, obviously, mm-hmm. and then they get bull boners. And, yeah, <laughs> you just, you just, yeah. and then they're all, Hello? Oh. She's like the yeah. Mae West of t plays. <laughs> yeah, and so they do, they, like, you see them relax and they won't meet your gaze, but mm-hmm. you see their bodies relax. What brings you here? And then, like, <laughs> you hear, like, <laughs> and they're like, their hoofs, like, <laughs> like, uh, on the ground underneath them. Happy accident, I think. Look, my friends and I here were looking for the free market. <laughs> Did you like my ride? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see my turtle? <laughs> Do you say that to them? Do you no. see my turtle? No? no. Okay. They say, because we can see yours. <laughs> Then you have come to the right place. And they're like still like awesome. clipping those hoofs like underneath them. Like they're obviously excited by something. And um, and he says, not even the minotaurs know how to navigate the sevenfold maze work. And you think you and your party came. We've been through some pretty crazy shit. You might be surprised. We only serve as guardians of this place, not guards. You may enter freely. Oh, thank you. But take this warning. Mm. The sevenfold maze works is alive. It's ever changing. It bends with you and it breaks against you and your friends. It is not what you expect. 
You will not memorize it, for no Minotaur ever has, not the king, not his people. Once you enter, it will change. You will not be able to turn back around and leave. I stare up into the horny bull's face and I say, Do you think the turtles have something to do with that? Not the turtle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the turtle. <laughs> I mean, all giant moving maze we got here on Turtleback, just saying, could be the work of the turtles. We do not maintain this place or create it. We simply warn outsiders. It is our only purpose. You're doing a great job. And one of them, like, looks to Callista and, like, with this big bull head. It's, like, pretty scary. It's like the devil basically looking at you with this giant glaive. I'm used and, to such things. And, yeah. And he's like, but you don't have to be an outsider. You could stay with my people. Hmm. I say you do it. <laughs> Tempting offer, love. But I'm afraid I'm on a bit of a mission. My own people are in some great danger. As far as I know, this is the only way to get home. And, yeah, and with that he says, then enter. My people are patient. Do you I have any for you. have any advice? Don't Please. overthink it. Hmm. Fair. We don't ever do that. True. <laughs> we barely think it at all. <laughs> uh, as we um, enter, can I kind of like my head true. is kind of leaning back towards the Minotaur as we walk in, and I'm like, but like, how many turtles are around here? Do you see a lot of these turtles? The thing you showed up on? Yeah, what is that? That's the first time I've ever seen one. Whoa. I told you, we find all the cool shit every time. <laughs> God damn it. What was it? We'll never know. Who I'm asking? The Minotaur. Oh, uh, he's never seen one. <laughs> oh. I've never seen one. Then we are on the same page. God damn it. Can I commission you, <laughs> Callista, to write me a song about how we valiantly rode through earth on a fucking giant turtle like i'm already writing that ever happened yeah. to me called not the turtle called not the turtle not but, the turtle. but is it that's like the twist at the end of the um, song i'm gonna why they're we're just kind of talking and i'm talking to you i'm pulling out my book of medicine mm -hmm. and i'm like poking and prodding my friend's shoulder yeah. and like through, looking through the pages and seeing if i can like fix it yeah God, so you're the best. as you're looking through the pages <laughs> i'll let you roll medicine with advantage okay because you have your medical journal out where they're talking Mod 20. Yeah, with the mod 20, you would know that his ligaments are probably torn. Mm -hmm. um, and that j he just needs to rest this arm. That him okay. having it bandaged up um, is probably the best thing for it at this point. I'm gonna... it, it's not like a popping back into place. And you think that pop that you heard was probably the healing ligaments like ripping back out of place when he moved his arm. Is it uh, bandaged up? It's not bad. He has okay. like a sling around his neck. Oh, he does it's have a sling. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I was going to make him one. Yeah, but if yeah you he already has one. Okay, it's like cool. shitty and made of this like rip cloth that cool. you think may might be from the bottom of his robe. Perfect. Um, yeah, perfect. We also cloth. need to. Well, I mean, if it needs, yeah. change our as long appearance. As oh, yes, yeah. we need to disguise to, ourselves. And here, everywhere, everywhere. Um, Any of them that fun? see us, how are we gonna do that? Well, I've got myself, so that's Can you for me. press it? Yeah. Are you guys like walking into this place as you're all talking about this? No, we haven't gone in yet. I think okay. we're still right. Um, I mean, I'm gonna bust we... out my disguise kit and start. Like I'm changing the color of my skin okay. to not be white anymore. Unural performance? Are you yeah. only doing it to yourself? Um, also. Yeah. How long is this all going to take? Um, just because, are we going to be able to take like maybe like a short rest before going in? It might be wise to reset. We're about to be tested pretty heavily, I think. I would love um, that. I'd like to look to the guards. Excuse me, boys. Um, can we hang out here for a bit? Would you mind? As we said, we are not guards of this place. We are guardians for people who enter it. Right, when right. We sit here. 
Okay. Just don't want to cramp your style, you know. Why don't you come over and see me sometime? <laughs> so you guys, you guys are, you're, I want you to roll, I'll let you roll a performance for the entire group. Okay. Um, and since you were sitting down and you were taking your time and you're not in a mm-hmm. rush, uh, I will give you all a short rest. And I will let you roll advantage on your performance check for this. For disguising us? Yeah, with my disguise kit. And, and you've got, you can do yourself, right? We so rarely get to do a short rest. <laughs> I do my, all my hit dice mm-hmm. on a short rest? Yeah. Okay, you can do, uh, yeah, you can blow them. Oh, perfect. He's using his hit dice like the name of the podcast. Woo! It's like the first time. This is performance? What do you do? You, um, so whatever your D whatever for rogues are, maybe an eight? You should be right there. It's probably a D8. 27 to disguise the group. Holy fuck. Calissa's like on it right now, cool. man. She's like in I can't element. fight anybody, but I could put some makeup on you guys. <laughs> I, I love to imagine that you guys look like exactly Ooh. how Sapphire DeVille made you all look. <laughs> 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 You're all like walking in here. With I've like, given Patches like this long flowing wig. Yes. <laughs> That would have been a really good. If I was super it's all like gender bent. You, it's amazing. Yeah. Is it, is it, are um, yeah. you guys like walking in drag into the? I think that would be fantastic. Into the seven fold maze works. Totally. You guys, yeah. Okay. So I've basically I yeah, put everybody in drag, but like Espe- not over the top, <laughs> but like believable level, like oh, practical like drag. drag, practical fish drag. drag. Yeah. Like y- y'all seen the guy that hikes mountains, right? Or. Oh, I gotta show you this Instagram. It's amazing. Six inch heels on top of a mountain. I love it. <laughs> so you all are you all are in tasteful drag. Uh-huh. And so is Dirth Mac. Uh-huh. And like you can see like you you Which also to, like, means that Callista has made herself appear male. Oh great. Okay. So we're about to do a whole gender bend episode. Yeah. I'm excited. It's gonna be amazing. Oh, so you're male and we're female? Yeah. Okay. Great. Are you guys walking into this place? Once yes, we are we're going all disguised in and short rested. Yes. Dar- yeah, and so you all get your short rest. You all have your disguises on. Everyone is gender bent. Hold on, let me. Okay, yeah. I'll, roll? Never mind. I'll hit die over break. Yeah, yeah, we can do it like in between. And so yeah. as you walk into this place, Dirth Mech does speak out, and he's like, "Friends, I feel like I haven't been totally upfront about the Sevenfold Maze Works. Once you go in here, you are not going to come back out. There is one way out of this place, and I do not know what the maze will choose for you." What did What did you mean by the first? Layer first, what there are seven layers to the sevenfold maze works. That makes, makes sense. sense. Um, yeah. the first layer is the free market, if you can get to it, it is the easiest layer, but that does not mean that it is easy. Okay, well, what it, uh, so wait, is that in so the, the free market is in the maze or the maze leads you to it? Mm-hmm. People are unsure. There's there's something very important that we need there. Yeah, fuck it, let's do it. This is this is what we've been doing, this is where the fates are taking us. Okay. As you enter this place, the stone around you opens up into an even bigger cavern. You can see not these like stalagmites and stalactites, but entire giant columns. I mean, they're huge, like entire cities could fit into them. These columns that go from the ceiling to the floor, they're covered in gems. You can see the light like refracting off of those crystals that you saw earlier, and they shine off of these gems. It's beautiful as you walk in here. And the closer you get into the maze, the less you can see of this place around you. And the more that these stone walls rise up and around you all. As you enter, there are not two paths to choose from, but one you are walking down. And as you were walking down this path, you were walking through these enormous stone walls. And eventually, you come to an intersection where eight paths converge completely symmetrically. There's no telling where each one leads to. You cannot see the end of any of them. A sundial, a giant sundial, sits in the middle of this place, not on a pedestal, but only the fin sticks up and out of the floor, which is highly odd there's no because sign. there's no sign. <laughs> but it does cast a shadow 
and it casts a shadow as you all walk in completely symmetrically in front of you. Its shadow reaches out and down this place. But there are eight symmetrical paths, including the one that you've walked in on. And we're going to end this episode right there. Cool. This is so cool. Riding on a giant. I'm visualizing turtle. the Dreaming City from Destiny 2, where everything's like giant geodes and oh, yeah, yeah, crystals totally. and stuff. I like it a lot. Howdy there, partners. You know, I do enjoy the little things. Little things like sitting down with my loved ones, my family, around this time of the year and, well, slaughtering our family turkey. He was loved by all and he had a real keen sense for dice. Awful strange. It was a shame to see him go, but my God, he smells delicious. Gonna save a couple of the scraps for my sentient English-speaking coon dog, Sarsaparilla. But around this time of the year, I get to thinking... It's a, the people I love that make it worth getting up at the butt crack of dawn, throwing back a nice hesperilla, going out into the fields and herding cattle and working my feet to the bone, working till I get blisters on my feet and having to pick those off with the blisters on my hands. And I think it's important that they know I love them and to buy them gifts. Now, if my turkey were alive, he'd of course want some gaming gear. He's a tabletop fan himself. I'd head on over to Dice Envy. And from now till November 26th, if you enter the code Black Friday at checkout, you can get their original subscription box. That's right, it's a subscription box for you or someone you care about. And it's going to be a gift that gives to them all year long. Every time the sun comes up and they got to go to work for 10 god dang hours a day, they'll know that they'll come home once a month to a nice warm box of high-quality dice that you bought just for them. In addition to that subscription box, you guys can head on over to DiceEnvy.com, get on your AOL 6.0, sign in with your AOL Instant Messenger name, go to DiceEnvy.com. Anything you buy on there, you're going to get 10% off of. Thanks to our pals over at Hit Dice. They got unique dice that roll well, and they're just for you. Remember, folks, you can never have too many dice. And if you do buy yourself something nice over there, send the con Hit Dice folks a picture as a way of saying, we got your back. It's nice to know people got your back, and it's nice to see pictures of them. You can post those pictures on Twitter, Facebook, Hell, even Instagram <laughs> at the handle Hit Dice Pod. They love talking to you. I know that they can keep a good conversation going. My turkey just loved them. Additionally, head over to the iTunes store. Leave those whippersnappers a five. A big old Texas five star review. Let them know they're doing a good job keeping us entertained. Well, that'd be the missus. I reckon I ought to get to getting, go enjoy a nice warm dinner with my little ones. Until next week, adventurers. <laughs>